Hello and welcome once again. Uh, if you are hearing my voice, then you are in the right place. Uh, my name is Juan here with Kevin and Mark. And you already know we like movies. Uh, and today we will be discussing uh, Mark's pick which is The Gray Man, a 2022 film directed by the Russo brothers and starring Ryan Gosling and Anna Diarmas with appearances from uh, Billy Thor... What's his name again? Billy Arthur. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton and, uh, and a few others. But um, before we um, begin our discussion, I'll tell you a little bit about the movie. I'll give you a warning that um, we do discuss spoilers here. So if you haven't seen it, um, pause, go watch it, and come on back. But um, The Gray Man is a movie about a uh, secret, a very, very secret group of spies who were um, in prison and then were recruited from there um, to basically um, have their life sentences or their long long sentences um, sort of uh, replaced with just being servants of the government who have no history and, and are basically stuck there for the rest of their lives to be trained as, uh, as killing machines um, who do the government's bidding um this particular spy uh who goes by the name of uh, six he um on his latest mission he uncovers a secret which now places him as the um the person being pursued um but he is the best of the best so he sure gives them their money's worth um, and as they pursue him around the world, not only is he, uh, you know, trying to get this secret into the right hands in order to punish the um, culpable parties for these wrongdoings, um, he's also trying to save um, a little girl uh, who was his boss's daughter who he bonded with. That's all I'll tell you about that at this point. Mm-hmm. But that is the gray man. Um, Mark, this was your pick, so why don't you start us off? You know, I have to say before I get into it, I have to apologize that I have not been bringing more Seinfeld references into our podcast. Because uh, as you were talking about the best, I was going, the best, Jerry, <laughs> the best. So I, I need to start bringing more Seinfeld, you know, uh, references. So, um, yeah, I'm going to start doing that. I thank you for that and just know. That it's going to happen. So anyways, back to the movie. <laughs> um, my pick for The Gray Man was solely on the fact that my favorite MCU movie, that's Marvel Cinematic Universe for those who don't know. Uh, my favorite MCU movie is Captain America Winter Soldier. To this day, with everything still out, it still holds as my top movie. So seeing right Russo. The, huh? Oh, <laughs> right you, the song, yeah. Seeing uh, seeing the Russos, seeing Chris Evans, I was just like, you know, I 
this is a, a no-brainer for me. You throw in Ryan Gosling, and I mean, you know, my heart's just beating a mile a minute. Um, with that being said, I do think there was a missed opportunity. Um, we didn't get as much Gosling Evans as I was hoping for. Um, Evans did great. Gosling did great. But um, just the way the movie was being presented to me, I feel like they were, I don't know, it's kind of like a, you know, a, a bait and switch. Um, so that ended up, it ended up being a little flat for me. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. There was a lot of missteps, a lot of missed opportunities. And uh, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my quick, my hot five for the gray man. <laughs> well, I hope you made a list because I want to hear every single one of them. What do you mean? Listen, what? The missteps and the misfirings. Uh, I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's fine. Kevin? Me? All right. Oh, here we go. Sometimes when a movie hits so good, we add a little note that you should pause this podcast and go watch that movie. I will save you the time and tell you not to bother ever in your life. Um, when used as an adjective, the definition of the word pedestrian is lacking inspiration or excitement, dull. And that describes this movie perfectly. It was a simple plug-and-play template. It, if this was a coloring book, it would be a color-by-numbers coloring book, but you were only allowed to use the color gray. When one of my most positive notes is literally the sound editing is outstanding, mm -hmm. um, your action movie has a problem. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I don't get the insistence of having fight scenes in poorly lit settings that I found myself literally thanking God and rooting for that sunrise in that final fight scene. Uh, like it was my favorite. I'm like, yes, you're here. Um, with a budget of 200 million, I wish they would have spent some more time on the script instead of just shooing in one of the directors in a cameo at the end. And I think I might be more upset about this movie because I really looked forward to watching it. And I was hoping one of us would pick it. So it was on my list. So when I saw it, I'm like, again, I think the actors did a good job. I don't think the story was that great. And I feel the uh, the Russo brothers, I've never saw Extraction. But um, right. I was just thinking, right. I'm like, when we saw the Captain Americas and the Avengers, those were all characters that were developed beforehand that they got to play with. I felt like they were creating their own world. And like there was nothing like that hit because they were just added in. They are just like, alright, this is what we're going to do. You have to feel for them. And if that was Captain America fighting someone else, we may have felt for them because they were developed by other people. It's just there was nothing here that really like hit or compound on anything. I like all, Most of the scenes we've seen, like a lot of stuff we've seen <clears> before, there was some cute moments with the train, you know, at the very end of the train scene and even the final rescue scene. But other than that, like I said, it's like we've seen cool action scenes in John Wick that push the boundaries and stuff. This just felt like it was just, here he is, Oh, we had two hundred million dollars, and this is what this is what we're gonna do because that's it. Money and that's my that, that, that's five that's my little five minute take. Mm, I love it. Well, thank you for that. Um, I could not disagree with you more. Uh, um, I <clears throat> will start off by saying that I was unlike you, prepared for this movie to suck a big one. <laughs> Because, again, I created my Instagram account just to follow movie accounts and to promote our movie account. 
And so all these people that I follow were just saying, this movie sucks. This movie sucks. The story was terrible. The acting, except for Ryan Gosling, was terrible. You know, the story was, um, was uh, it, it sucked. Like, everything about this movie was terrible. So when, I, when Mark picked it, I was like, oh, boy, just prepared for it to be terrible. But, man, I loved this movie. I... I I do I do understand like you've seen this plot before. The spy discovers that the people he works for are actually doing bad things. Now he knows too much. Now they're coming after him. We've seen that. The um you know the 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 side plot with the girl was I think something that was added there to give you more background about the character for you to connect with. It was a nice little touch I felt. Um, and I, and I enjoyed it, uh, because it, because it had good acting. Um, that little girl, if you, if you remember was in, um, once upon a time in, in Hollywood. Um, but, um, dude, I thought, I mean, in my opinion, there's no one right now that, that, that does action, better than the Russo brothers. And again, I don't, I don't think I, I didn't need this to be this, you know, intricate, complex, you know, story or who done it or whatever. It was, it was, um, it was enough to, to just be able to set up some of these incredible, amazing action sequences and Ryan Gosling, you know, knocked it out of the park you know, Chris Evans was not my favorite in this role, but he did a good job. One of the critic critiques that I heard was that he was, he did terrible acting in this movie. I didn't think so. I thought he acted um, to what his character required really well. Um, And, uh, and yeah, even like I thought the ending was, was an awesome ending that, that built up, um and and did not disappoint like it was um there was so much going on i uh yeah i was incredibly surprised by how much i liked this movie how much you know i was never bored and and i get it it wasn't it was it was pretty predictable but again i didn't need it to be unpredictable it was entertaining it was it, it it had stuff that i you know, had never seen before. And we've never seen Ryan Gosling at this level um, as an action star. Um, but, and I thought he did a phenomenal job and I, I, I thought it was, it was awesome. I am absolutely blown away by that. I really thought you were going to come into this like, yeah, I knew it was going to be hot garbage and boy, was that right? It was hot garbage. <laughs> Nope. So I, I, yeah, I am, uh, I am incredibly, uh, I'm at a loss for words. I, I, was, <laughs> I was, it, it didn't, you know, because I was already expecting it to be bad. Yeah. It didn't start off good when it was yeah. like him and Billy Bob Thorne and they're talking about the bubble gum. I'm his like, whole okay. CGI thing was terrible. He looked weird. Yes, like yes. his head was super yeah. small. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what is going on? What happened to Billy Bob? Is he not alive anymore? And they had to CGI him in, but now I understand they had to make him younger. Yeah. No, that's what happened. I, I did not From, know why that was that like that. That was horrendous. That was so bad, but continue. Sorry. But 
Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. So that had me a little nervous. And then um, then he's go, he's off on this mission. He's wearing the red suit. Him and the girl talk about the red suit. I'm like, okay, good Lord. And then, um, But then when things switch up and then it's like him in slow motion, like walking behind those guys and like taking them out. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm well, digging. Fireworks are going off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm digging this. And then when they jump into the fireworks thing, and they're fighting in there, dude. That was an awesome sequence. Like Kevin talked about the sound, bro. The visuals in yeah. this movie were like incredible, man. Um, the use of color. I mean, sometimes you just gotta appreciate something being cool. You know? I, yeah, I didn't. I I didn't feel like the uh, the fight scenes were that dark. So I was interested. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't that get that at all because either. I mean that that major fireworks scene that it was they were pitch black basically and there was just you know the flashes coming out and the smoke but it still looked fine everything looked great it it might have been more than like towards those final fights when um anna was fighting that guy and then when they were like fighting so even when he kidnapped the girl like um chris evans he took her like i don't know if it was just my tv i even adjusted in the middle of the movie to try to make it brighter i was like all right i can't i can barely tell what's going on and oh. like the, it was just rough. Like I, I put everything bright. I was uh, like, "All right, let's." I didn't have that. Uh, I didn't have. Yeah, same uh, as I, bro. Just go to the eye doctor. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm gonna tell you why this wasn't a, a home run for me. I would say this is like a. It was a nice RBI double. You know, you're not mad at that, but also that's not gonna win you a game. You know, uh. I, I just I I really felt by the end of it like I I thought Chris Evans was fine I think he acted his part perfectly, but also I think that was a problem for me is that I feel like the Russo brothers were like hey man I know you're coming in and you've been Captain America for so long well we're gonna do the complete opposite and we're gonna make you the biggest d bag in the world everything you say is just gonna be just a hole like just no one's gonna like you and i I felt he did that beautifully like the things he was saying were hilarious i mean he was very cutting he he did what he was supposed to do um so i think that was just a little too much though like okay i get it you know he's had a nice clean couple of years in cinema for so long because he's been stuck in this role um but it just it just felt a little too much but also i i really hated the fact that he didn't get to interact much with six um when his prime objective was to get six i understand he know he he found fitzroy he got the kid he was doing all these things to get six but like it just ended up him being in the director's chair when he should have been there like he he said it himself you know like i'm i'm the best you can't teach what i do and i was just like then why are you there like why are you sitting behind the scenes if you're the best at what you do and you're saying that you no one you can't you can't teach what you do then why are you not doing it you know so that kind of stuck with me and and that might be a nitpick but it kind of it kind of ruined it for me because i was really expecting like a cat and mouse movie between evans and gosling yeah, and, and like even when they were on the plane, they're like, "Who's the closest team?" Like we are. I'm like, "Oh, now we're gonna get him." You know, he's gonna get at, he's gonna get from behind the scenes and and get his hands dirty. Yeah, and then he yeah. just sends like 50 people after the guy. 
Right. So I think that was just that was the most frustrating thing for me because I, like I didn't really care about the cookie cutter story. Yeah, the, you know, organization, blah blah blah, bad people doing good things. Yeah, okay, I get that. that I'm not worried about that. I think I was just frustrated about the different things that they decided to do, um, which just kind of frustrated me. And I guess that you know that's my own fault. I shouldn't have walked in with my own idea of how the movie should have been. But, you know, it just the way they, the trailers had it going and the way they were talking about it, it, it really seemed like, you know, mm, we have yeah. Lloyd Hansen chasing six the whole movie. Yeah. Um, so that was that was just tough for me. And that was that was the biggest thing that just kind of killed it for me, mm. because like Evans kept saying things that were right. And I'm just like, but, dude, everything you're saying is right, but you're doing all the wrong things. So yeah. it was frustrating. But yeah. outside of that, I mean. Anna Darmus did fantastic. Um, yeah. The the guy, the assassin that they sent, I loved oh, yeah. it. He was just like, "Yo, you're killing women and kids. All right, I'm out. I'm done." Yeah, you know, I everything else was great. The fact that he went to um, Margaret's house, he sent her the thumb. Like everything just was laid out perfectly. I just feel yeah. like what was, and this is why I don't normally watch trailers anymore. But what was presented in trailers and what I walked into expecting wasn't what I got. And that that's what kind of killed it for me. Yeah, I think that's a fair critique. And it was definitely promoted that way. So I could see why you had such high hopes for that showdown, yeah. which I think, you know, I think the way they went about it was just building up the anticipation until that final showdown. Yeah. Um, which apparently wasn't enough for you. But oh. I, I think I, I relate. It's just that I eventually just became more invested and enthralled by mm -hmm. the idea of like, okay, they're clearly sending everything after this man. Yeah. So just like getting wrapped up in like like he's so good you know like he finds ways to like get out of it and you know like was the full package you know like he could fight but he was also like ridiculously smart and like good with guns and like everything so it for me it was like more like wow now it's not him against against evans or you know even against this squadron it's like freaking ev they're sending the whole battalion freaking after him and and, and they can't do it you know yeah yeah, but I think to me, at least what that added to it is when I was watching, I was like, all right, you send 50 people, you can shoot a rocket at the guy, he'll probably like just flip it back at you. You know what I mean? Like, he became such a super person that I never thought he was in there. I did think he was in danger in the final fight, you know, when he was actually getting cut. I was like, oh, is he going to die in this final fight? But other, but before that, like, there was, I never thought that he was, even when he got shot, I'm like, oh, he got hurt, apparently. Uh, see, you know what I, mean? I don't know, man. Like for me, the the best scene in, in the whole movie was that scene when they're out in the park and he gets handcuffed to the bench. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that whole thing was just great, man. Yeah. You had the you had red team, blue team coming, and you know it signifies it with the colors of the cars. You have the police that are coming, like just everything that's going on, and then you have got you know six who's sitting there handcuffed, and he's just. <laughs> He's just calmly moving from left to right, yeah. left to right, looking. And I think the reason he was just so calm that he was able to do what he needed to do. But I never felt like he was overpowered. Mm -hmm. I just felt like he was in control the whole time. And that's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? No, but but that's even when there's like 50. No, and again, I don't think it was necessarily overpowered. I'm just saying like I never – even in that scene, I thought that scene like – 
my favorite part of that scene is when he shot the gun and it tried to shoot the handcuffs. And he was mm-hmm. out of bullet. Yeah. I'm like, I thought that part, like, that was a nice little thing. But like, I never once thought like any of these things were in da- like were endangering him at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why my favorite part of even that whole bus scene when they were chasing him was the end after everything crashes and he just walks out and he just looks. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I just like that scene, that shot. And then I was like, all right, now get in the car. That's messed up and drive off. <laughs> and, and he's barely scratched up. It's funny you're saying that was your favorite scene when you're also saying that's the reason why you didn't like the movie. No, 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 that, no that's my favorite shot. That, that's one of my favorite shots. Everything that happened before that, I was like, okay, so he's, he's going to jump out of the car. Oh, he got caught. All right. He killed that guy. Let's move. But like, so once that was passed, because I'm not going to lie, like it was happening, but it, to me, it was more boring. Like it was, to me, it was just like, all right, so much happening. All right, cool. And then it was that cool shot. I was like, hey, that shot's cool. But that was like after all the action shot, because that train was folded around and then got in the car. Like that, I liked because I thought it was a cool little shot. The action scene that preceded it, I was just like, all right. And it might have been just like it, it really did start off and just start going action, action, action. That just felt like there was to me there was nothing. There was barely any build up. There was a little bit with the girl with the flashback, and I do like that. It's just it's just another Thursday line which they called back to. Yeah. That was okay. Like I said. It, and again, I'm not telling y'all that it was a horrible movie. I, I liked the, most of the acting. I did for Chris Evans feel just like he was uh, Johnny Storm on like steroids. Um, but other than that, like I said, I'm um, like the act. There's none of that, right? It just when I watched it, it it just to me was just blah. Like it just was there. Like I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it was it was a great movie. It just felt like it was I don't know. It was about a rain or something. I'm like I just didn't find most of it entertaining like why use the word enthralled i was not enthralled by almost anything except Maybe. like i said except that rescue scene at the end i felt showed the potential of what they could have done when she's listening to the music and it's going on while you know he they're killing he's killing everyone outside and comes to get her i was like all right you know what like i really like the way that was framed and everything but like i said the other action scenes i just like i said they just did it hit for me maybe you're just enthrallable Oh, that should Un- be a unenthrallable. He's he's Dude. numb. He's numb to it now. Yeah. Dude, now, that's gonna be a more... Well, you, know, you guys know that I can be a bit of a snob. And oh. you know, <laughs> it's true, it's true. Uh, those, those movie courses. But you know, so yeah, for this movie you do have to suspend a lot of, you know, okay, this Obviously, it's an action movie, and it's, it's an a, over, it's a popcorn flick. Bro. Yeah, That's it's a very over the top action flick, yeah. and um, and so once you do that, or I don't know, for me, it was very easy to do that because I I it had a lot of elements that worked. I felt and and I really enjoyed it. And honestly, as I was like thinking about uh, just us recording, you know, and and sort of um going back and thinking through it i was i was thinking because again i i i just heard so many opinions mm-hmm. bashing this movie uh that i was like i really concluded like people who don't like this movie just have sticks up their butts <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's not a movie that it wasn't bad i don't i didn't find it was bad at all I I'm just frustrated that it could have been just so yeah. much more. What? And I did hear a lot of those reviews. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I was kind of, uh, you know, surprised by yeah. that as well. 
But I will say there were some things that I read about, which was the end. And I, I do agree. I really hated that maze and, and how that came in. That was just so random. And it just took me out of the whole, I, it was, I don't know. It was just it's so weird. It came yep. out of nowhere. It just didn't make sense. It, there was no setup for it. So I, it was just a little jarring. And yep. I know a lot of people didn't like that. And I, I kind of agreed there. I just didn't like that setting. I feel like there was just oh. so many other ways we could have gone with that. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Which one of us hasn't just, like, happened, happened to run into a maze? Dude. Or fighting for our lives? I was in a maze yesterday, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> literally when I saw that, I was like, who would have one of those outside of home? <laughs> and even if you had one of those outside of your home, who would ever enter into it? Like, it it's... Imagine your wife calling, hey, honey, you got to go trim the bushes in the maze. I didn't want the maze. You wanted the maze, so go trim the bushes. It's yeah, just like, I don't know. It was so strange. Yeah, it's just like such a preposterous thing that yeah. it's we're 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 in uh, headquarters where they do all their business and they yeah. also have a maze in the backyard. <laughs> so I and I I think the the biggest knock on this movie for me is like you said Chris Evans did a good job the character just was not a well it was not a well developed character and I think you can say the same thing for a lot of the um, antagonists in this movie they were very two-dimensional you know the main bad guy you know played by that guy from that you know, uh that guy from that thing yeah yeah that netflix show um and then um the asian girl you know like she was kind of annoying she wasn't bad to look at but um she was Jessica you know, her, her wig was like <laughs> terrible I don't know what that they were was, doing that with that hot piece, bro. I didn't think that was a wig. I thought that was her hair. <laughs> I, think she, I think she had a cut to that. Wow, yeah. I apologize. That, I apologize um, to your hairdresser. But yeah, like she was pretty two dimensional. Like I think the bad guys, you know, were not were not like super well developed. Yeah. Um, like I don't mind I don't mind d bags, but there's got to be a line. Like yeah. you can't just be a, a douchebag the whole time. Yeah, and, and if wants. you are, yeah, if you are, then like let me in on your anger and your frustration. Show me that pain, baby boy. Let me know. Fill me in. I want to know why. Who hurt you? You know, the same way they gave us that backstory with Gosling and how he has six now. You know, six was the guy. Oh, he only knows killing, but now all of a sudden he's got this girl that he cares for. Like they showed us, they gave us a little bit of him. They should have gave us a little bit of uh, Lloyd Hansen as well, because I mean, you just can't. You don't. You don't live life as long as you do at his age by being a dick twenty four seven. Like you know, and that's just that was his mo from the moment we saw him on screen. He just had middle fingers up at everybody. You know, yeah. I, I saw them. Well, I mean, they but there. they did say that he was a sociopath. I understand that, but also sociopaths are able to have friends and they're able to converse with others and hold relationships, you know? Well, they're For definitely him. that successful, I don't think. Well, no, no, but like, was it not. Dexter? Dexter was a sociopath, but he had like nuance to him. Yes, and exactly. this, like he was just so over the top with no nuance. It's just, hey, I'm a douche, and that's it. Yeah, like, I, I feel like Chris Evans walked in and said, All right, guys, what's my character? And they just said, Sociopath. And he said, 
bet and, and just went, you know? Yeah, no, all they really gave you was that he was in the program at one point and, like, quit or, or got kicked out. That's all they gave you. Well, I think he was a CIA agent that got kicked out. Whatever. I don't think he was... I don't think he was one of the uh, whatever that. Was no, 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 no. He was Carmichael's friend. Him and Carmichael came up. I think it was Harvard that they said. Oh yeah, they with um with with uh, what's her name, Susan. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's the only reason Lloyd Hansen got as far as he did because. But see, there's no uh, relationship between was, him and Carmichael. We don't see but, anything. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Iceman and Maverick. That's how he right. Did. And, and, but we're Sierra hearing it from Suzanne, like, oh, yeah, you know, Lloyd and Carmichael, they were growing up together. Like, but yeah. we don't see that. You know, they just tell us that. So, it was, yeah. and, and, and again, that's kind of a nitpick because this is a straight up action popcorn flick. So, but I, I think that's, I'm just trying to pinpoint why exactly this isn't, you know, a 100% go for me. Yeah. Well, on the flip side of that, I did like, what they revealed about six mm-hmm. with his father, mm-hmm. because it actually, wow. you know, to what we were saying earlier, you know, why he's so like cool under pressure. I mean, when your father tortured you, tried to drown you and, um, you know, um, extinguished uh, cigarettes on your <laughs> arms, yeah. um, you know, you pretty much uh, can handle, you know, uh, trains and airplanes you know and just jumping out of a plane without a parachute Um, yeah so so i felt like it giving you at least for me it it because yeah you're like how is this guy at this level you know and right a little blip into his life yeah of course a lot of it was the training but also you know his horrid past also which which was actually like okay do you want me to hate the father or the the father kind of made him you know into this piece so it's like, i should be taking him is this is this a lesson for me about you know how to my daughter <laughs> should i should i drown my son to the point that he understands that he needs to become an assassin yeah yeah, uh, I will. Uh, can I say that the funniest, the absolutely funniest part of the movie that had me howling was from Evans and uh, Billy Bob when, um, or I guess let me use their character names, when Fitzroy busts out the word preternatural and oh, yeah. Lloyd Hansen says, don't say preternatural to me. <laughs> I literally said... When he said that word, I went, preternatural? What the hell does that mean? And then he came out right by. I applaud. I said, hell yeah. Don't hit me with no big words, man. I didn't. Well, you know what? Let me look that up. I got to see what this is. It, it didn't bother me at the time, but I, I don't like when, like, these crazy words that aren't used in normal conversation are used. But the way they beautifully followed that up, I was okay with it. Beyond what is normal or natural is preternatural. Oh, okay. Um, thank you for that. You're welcome. I'll but use that. That scene was hilarious. I absolutely that was a chef kiss right there for me. And not only that, I mean Ryan Gosling, his comedic timing and <laughs> and delivery is so impeccable. I mean, there's lines in this movie that when he says them, they're so funny, and any other actor would not be able to land them the way that he does you know um so this guy's just you know you were talking about um what do you call uh uh like automatic what what how did you describe it like uh, people that are 
he was casual, man. Everything he was doing uh, was just casual. An automatic watch. Yeah, like an automatic watch, though. Um, he's he's one of those for me, pretty much, man. He's oh, that's he, he does not Pitt. he does not disappoint. No, yeah, that's that's true. I everything about him was just cool and collected, but that's just what his character was, and I think that's just why uh, it was just it worked out so great. Because I mean, he played it beautifully. You know why you thought that girl was wearing a wig? Because she was because she was sitting in a room that got blown up by a rocket launcher <laughs> and literally not a hair was misplaced on her head. Uh, she stood up and she still had that little puff. Everything was beautiful. Yeah. But I do have a question for you guys, and I'd like Kevin to be the first one to answer. Okay, I'm he up. Hasn't, he hasn't spoken for a while, but there's not much right. for um, me to say. I usually so. take over my. That's right. This guy's been bad mouthing the whole time. I'm trying to drown <laughs> him out over here. Um, six and the little girl, if you recall, towards the end, jump off a bridge into uh, what I can only assume is freezing cold water, because this is in Eastern Europe somewhere. Um, can someone with a pacemaker truly survive that jump into freezing water? Yes. You think so? From yeah. what I understand, yes. Okay. It, it, there's no – the only issue that you have with a pacemaker is purely electronic. Like if you have something that's happened, it's because electronically it's being affected. Mm. Now, if she was using a microwave, it would have been different. Right. If she was holding a microwave when she fell in the water, that's a different story. But no, I, that that is that is not uh, unheard of. Okay. Um. I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I guess the real no, question was, is: okay. someone with a real heart could they land that? <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought the question I have for y'all, because I'm not very versed in Europe. I know Mark's been there, and Juan loves Europe. <laughs> what the hell is? Uh, listen, you've been, you've been, but <laughs> um, I know first. this. This movie took place in like Berlin, Czech Republic, all this stuff. I don't know how long it takes to get between those places, but these people were showing up at places really quick. Honestly, um, yeah, it's not that bad, man. Yeah, uh, yeah no, again, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've but done like, Euro trips, you know, I, I've taken a train two hours and I'm in a whole nother world. Yeah. Because I know uh, when Anna's character had to go there, like she was like in Berlin, he was somewhere else in Prague and. She was just there to save him. I'm like, whoa, that was quick. And again, I, I, I'm just saying, honestly, I don't know how yeah. close everything is to each other. I mean, if, if geographically speaking, you know, what they're saying is these places are, are close by, meaning there's no water separating them. There's no reason why they can't take a train and get there within a couple hours. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know where things are on a map you know and if if berlin is here and then there's a large body of water and then i forgot where he went is over here then yeah that's it's not possible but yeah. um if it's connected by land i mean not even i freaking went to venice yeah. I, I i stopped off in venice from uh where was i rome that was like a three-hour bus uh, not bus um, gondola train. ride no train oh. okay. they had a train take you in there's only one way in one way out by train but no, it's doable. It's it is doable. Right. It's not the U.S., bro. Going from Florida to California, uh, no, I gotta get on a plane. Okay. It's not like that. All right. I do have another question. Um, at this point, based on everything we've seen, 
if the Wachowskis were to retire, can you convince me that there's um, better candidates to direct the next Matrix movie than the Russo brothers? Uh, and, and who would it be? Well, no, I'm fine even if the Wachowskis don't retire if someone else takes over the Matrix. Yeah, that was was just a hypothetical. But who, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that to me, the Russos should direct the Matrix movie. So you're, you're trying to keep it in this, this sibling group? Like there's two people that have to direct? No, no. (laughs) Or or directing duo. I'll throw out, listen, I I really enjoy Stranger Things. So I, I can see the Duffer brothers doing some, uh, Mm, <laughs> but if we're sticking with couples like two people that's what i'm saying There's well some... th- are the are there more than two duffer brothers Isn't uh there no but i'm two. saying there's there's the, the duplass brothers i i i would i, I would get uh, them okay. like there's there's many there, i mean are we looking for a straight like no 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 matrix, there, there's then a, we can get the cohen's you know like well there's <laughs> there's a uh, phil lord and christopher miller uh, you went too deep now. I don't know. Do you know who that? No. Oh man, they did the they did the Lego movie. They did um into the Spider Verse. Oh. Those movies. Oh, sorry, man. You got kids. Well, I have a kid now, but you have older kids. <laughs> the Spider Verse is good. Leave it alone. You know, I did see that once, and I I did what? enjoy it. But <laughs> what? No, I did. Yeah, I just want that movie's amazing. <laughs> it I, really is. I I listen. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, wow, that was really good. But. I, I don't know. Like it's just it's. Tough well, they also to... they did huh? Twenty One Jump Street, by the way. Also. Okay. Well, I it's tough for me to watch a movie where like the lead character is a child, um, because I can't relate. You know, when I have a child that can now watch these movies, I would gladly watch it with him because then I'm just gonna be like looking at him and like, oh, what'd you think of that, bud? And talking to him with it, you know. Um, but I I, I did see it once and I, I liked it. I just, you know, I can't pull myself to hit play again while I'm sitting down, you know, drinking beer and eating hot wings or whatever. <laughs> no, Peter Parker is always a child. Teenager. Uh, teenager, yes. Not a child. Teenager. So but he was the same age as Miles. And into and, the Spider-Verse. And, and what? He's a teenager and into the Spider-Verse. No, I Miles, think. Miles Morales was a teenager. Yeah, he was in high school. He's in high school. Uh well yeah it's still tough I don't know. And the don't Peter know. Parker in Into the Spider Verse is a grown Listen, person. I didn't I didn't say it's a bad movie. I I feel like I'm I, I'm being uh, <laughs> crucified because I've only seen it once. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I'm just saying I've only. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back okay. to the, the but Spider Man's your Spider Man's oh, your favorite comic book character. <laughs> He he absolutely is a hundred percent. And I watch all the Toby movies, all the Garfield movies, and and oh why I don't remember the last guy's name. Holland, all the Holland movies. <laughs> I watch those all, but I don't I just I can't bring myself I don't know, I can't bring myself to watch an animated I don't know, man. I don't I can't explain it. All right. Anyway, I watch cartoons. The question but, was who would enough. you pick to direct the Matrix movie? I mean, right off rip. I, well, sorry, Kevin was first. No, I said quiet. I was like, I know I said Miller and Lord, but that was about it. Okay. Go ahead. No, I, you know, if we're looking at action, you can't go wrong with the Russos. Um, and the Matrix, I mean, while the story was 
okay, it started getting convoluted and people don't watch The Matrix because it's a great story. They watch it because of, you know, the visual effects and the action. So I, it's it's hard to say that anyone could do a better job than the Russo brothers. I would have to agree with one. Yeah. The you first, know, it would be good because the great characters great. are already created. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The first one's a great story. Um, although, well, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never not throw Chris Nolan's name in the hat, but but I do think action, action, it's Russo's. I know, but you see, that question threw me off, man. Like, I thought you were looking for, like, a, a duo. If you were looking for... I don't, know why, I don't know why you made that leap. I don't I've... know why either. Because then you know what? I would say Dan Trachtenberg. <laughs> the guy that's only made two movies. <laughs> but they're two great movies for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean, the reason why I love Captain America Winter Soldier, the story is, is good. Um, but, dude, the hand-to-hand between... Yeah. Bucky and and Captain America, the and there was even a little knife a knife flip in this one where uh, Lloyd caught the knife and stabbed six. Um, but like the knife yeah. flip was just so fluid, and yeah. you know the bus scene and him running through cars and the audio, like everything was just they they do that great, and I think that was. That worked great for this movie. You yeah, know, the audio was fantastic. I, I agree hundred percent. Everything sounded wonderful. Um, I, I again, like, I know it's Chris Nolan. Yeah, <laughs> again, <laughs> I don't, I don't think there was anything wrong with the. Um, I don't think it was too dark for that for me. Uh, I think Kevin needs to upgrade his TV. Christmas time, let's go, let's do it. I, don't, uh, I do not have four K. Thought. <laughs> I thought everything was truly Russo, but when it came to the script, they they had too many ambitions, and I feel like they should just stuck to what they know. Hey, this is the guy that we're following. Let's stick with him. Um, and that that's just, I mean, it's it's such a small thing, but it really is holding me back from saying, man, this movie was top notch. Like this is on Russo's top five. I'm sorry, top three. They haven't made that many, so it is going to be a top five. I don't think they've made like five movies. I would, I, you know. No, okay, they made more than that. Let somebody else talk while I start looking, because I got to look at some real quick. But there's no, there's no way this is in our top three, by the way, from what I'm looking at. Really? It's not in their top three. Yeah, no, it's not top. Uh, they did two Captain Americas and two Avengers. Yeah, but dude, Extraction is phenomenal. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it, so I'm like, no, bro. Extraction is 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 everything you can want in a movie. I mean, even the story, the story is so minimal, but it's enough. They didn't that direct it though, huh? They didn't direct it, so I'm looking. Oh, at Oh, Extraction. Oh yeah. Oh, they didn't. Who it's did? in oh. the. Uh, I thought oh, they, they did do they did they do I thought they had done another Netflix one though before this one. Well, ex- I know extraction, but I think they produced and wrote it. Uh, see, I know their oh, name was Sam Har. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Sorry. So never mind then. Sam Hargrave was the director. So maybe it is a top three. Maybe this is a top three <laughs> for them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because the other one they did with Holland, uh, I forgot what it was called. Apparently, that one bombed. It was terrible. Uh, I don't remember. Cherry? Was, was it Cherry? No. Was uh, Cherry. Cherry was one of the. Yes, I think that was. They did another one, I think, with Holland. Or was that just uh, interesting? Oh, you know, they were producers for everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh. Nice. Sorry, I'm going off track. Well, that, I'm wondering. Uh, interesting. So they're not. So never mind. Extraction doesn't count. It is still phenomenal, though. <laughs> I still watch it. And if, if they had to say it, I mean, it's, it's definitely something to look at. How can you look up Russo Brothers? Brother I, Russo, I, just looked up, you know. I just looked up Russo Brothers. On Google? Yeah. I'm on their wiki page. I, I'm on IMDb. That's why I got to get off this. Uh, All right. But anyway, Sorry, but let's yeah. Say, yeah. yeah. No, I was saying like they did they did Winter Soldier, uh Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame, and you would put this above two of those? Oh, they did you me and Dupree. You can't put that over you me and Dupree. <laughs> 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 um, I would put this up there with them. I would say it ties with with one ties of Ties with what? Which one? <laughs> Civil War. I, I like I like Civil oh, War. Yeah. Um, I do like Civil War actually. Um, uh, I mean, I think Endgame, you know, or or I yeah, know. I think maybe Endgame. You can't, bro. There's no way. There's two. Well, okay. Ah, I uh, yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Oh. I went through it in my mind. There's too many good scenes, but it's not because of the Russos. It's just because. Yeah, because they're comic, you know. Yeah, it's just good. I would say, yeah. fair, fair enough. You're entitled to your opinion, yeah, is what I yeah. can say. No, he got me. He stopped me. He stunned me. He hit me with the one, two. Man, I, I had something really good to say earlier, and I lost it, and it's not coming back to me. My friend, that means it wasn't good. And yeah. the Lord did you a favor. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> it, was the, it was the gray man of thoughts. Yeah. The gray man of thoughts. I like that. Well, you know, there is a Gray Man 2 coming. Get out of here. And, and a spinoff. And a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, they, nope. they, are, they are working on a Gray Man 2, which, I mean, it makes sense. You still have this, you know, character who's a part of this organization that no longer exists. So, is God like, so, uh, signed on for it? Yes. I, I Yeah, I, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't be, because I know the Russo. So, um, but it makes sense. I and mean, they, he's a loose end, bro. So it, his story's really not over. And you still have numbers one, two, three, and five out there. Yeah, that's true. Oh boy, we didn't get a lot of info about them. They burned out or something. That's all we got. Yeah. Oh boy. And all of a sudden, they're gonna wake up and go, "We're not burned out anymore." All right, fair enough. I, I will say, I half expected there to be a secret number seven come out towards the end. <laughs> Well, no, because he he mentioned the 00 reference, the 007 reference. Yeah. So when um I think when uh, Chris Evans got shot, I was like, before I like I saw it was her, I was like, oh, is that another agent who's been watching them the whole time? But no. <laughs> uh, you know, I, Anna Diarmas is becoming another one. It's like, yo, I'll watch anything she's in, because yo, she acts, I mean, phenomenal. Anything that she does. I'm actually well, excited to see her in uh, Maryland. Blonde. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, blonde. My bad. 
uh, her um, her take on Marilyn Monroe is, is uh, it looks sounds pretty good so far. Yeah, should be like, all right. She was really good. Um, have I seen her? Because I know who she is, but I can't think of other movies I've seen her in. She's she was in the last Bond movie. I, I did not see that yet. Um, and yeah, she's been in other stuff. She's yeah, I know because I know she's famous, and I've heard her all over the place. But I was very pleasantly. Oh, she was in, in Knives Out. She was in Knives Out. I haven't seen it. So yeah. Okay, I can't. I can't, help, I can't help you. <laughs> you haven't seen Knives Out. Wow. <laughs> uh, apparently, a lot of kid movies. Kid movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Liz. I'll say I'll say they're for uh, my children, but they're not. They're not for my kids. I would have watched them without them. No, that's let me see. Oh, she was a Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I did see Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, with Ryan Gosling. With Ryan Gosling. Everybody had that connection. I will say. Ryan. Uh, just looking back, you know, thinking back for me, you know, that fireworks scene, that airplane scene. That bench when he's handcuffed scene, that train scene, like each one of those is like worth the price of admission. And then you you put them all together in one movie, you got yourself a pretty good movie there. I I will agree on the price of admission because I watched it on my brother's Netflix and I didn't pay anything. <laughs> you got to stick butt, buddy. Let it out. Oh boy. Oh boy. Release. Well, Release so I guess the crap. Well, with that. With that declaration, are you ready to uh, do some reviews? Yeah, we might as well. You, I mean, I kind of already feel like I know where you're going with yours. So the wild card is me, and I think we already know what Kevin's doing. <laughs> well, let me uh, – what if I tell you this, Mark, to try to entice you to rate higher than you might? Yeah. Um, every popcorn – action movie that's this action filled and this much fun should always end with a black key song like this one did <laughs> understandable understandable now you under you, but you do have to remember i i i review strict i am a one two three guy so oh, can i say you know what what annoyed me here like which I guess Chris Evans did say like oh you have an $8 haircut. Yeah. But that really was a terrible haircut. <laughs> it was so surprising because if Ryan Gosling is known for anything is for always being so stylish. Yeah. Well, I mean it worked out but they <laughs> I guess they did that on purpose, right? I guess. <laughs> and he had a goatee too on top of it. I don't know, man. Six dollars more, and that's where you find me. So I don't I, I scoff at <laughs> that. Dude, I was like, that ain't too far from me either, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't, you know, I, I I I'm not gonna judge. I won't judge at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess yeah, the let the wild go. <sighs> Where the uh, where the wild things are. Um, so this was my pick. I I was the one that said, guys, let's watch the Gray Man by the Russo brothers, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. And I wish I got more Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Outside of that, 
I wasn't really upset with the movie. I enjoyed everything that I saw. I will end up watching this again. So just because it's not something that I wanted, I can't review it any other way. It is a three little Jerry's for me. I am going to watch it again. I've already watched it multiple times. Um, you know, they're really, it's funny. There really isn't anything memorable, but I just, I, I can't, I can't not see Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans do what they do. Um, I thought they did their part so well that it was just enjoyable that I was like, you know what? I don't care that they didn't interact together as much as they did. I don't care that they brought in this new maze scene that just kind of took me out of everything. Yeah, it's whatever. It's all silly choices. But at the end of the day, I, it's just mindless action for me. And that's what I look for. Um, and that's yeah. I, I would watch it again. It it doesn't it's funny, it doesn't rank high for me for the Russos, but seeing as there hasn't been that much action, like good action movies recently, this one is it was enjoyable enough for me to go, yeah, I could watch this again and again and again. So yeah, that's uh that's the three little Jerry's for me. And uh I'm keeping my personal, you know, my, my personal vendettas out of it. Mark was was since you know you in, enjoyed this movie like I did, was it just me or was this intentional? Because again, we've never seen Ryan Gosling in this in this type of role, mm-hmm. and I feel like they were playing, especially with his clothing, like the you know what size are you for? Are you a forty two large? Yeah, like that kept coming up. Yeah, and like we've never seen him in a uniform, you know, like almost like a superhero. Yeah, like so was it just me or did you feel like it was building up, and then finally when he like uh, beats up those guards or kills them, and then he's like, "Are you a forty-two large?" And you're like, "Oh, he's about to put on a uniform," you know, <laughs> like dude, I was hyped up, man, and I was like excited because like. Um, you already seen him kicking butt, but yeah. like, you've never seen him like outfitted like that, you know. And then finally, when he shows up like that, I'm like, oh man, this guy. I I, I don't know. I'm just a, maybe it's just my my man crush. I you know I mean it's it's hard not to crush on those two. Um, I I do think that they're and and why they mentioned 007. I feel like they're trying to do yeah kind of like a Bond esque character. You know, where we're focusing on one person. Um, so I, I do think we're going to get a couple more movies and more stories for this guy. I don't think it's going to be as big as Bond because, you know, the Bond is it's 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 a program. Uh, so it's a little, it's a little different. Um, but, yeah, it's just it, I, I do think that they were trying to set up for like this standalone household character that you guys could start talking about. And I think the whole, you know, talking about size and show, because I mean, he was dressed nice most of the time. Uh, even when he cleaned up in that crazy guy's house in the well, I mean, he still cleaned up very nice. So, oh, I, I, sorry, uh, go ahead, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Uh, so I, I feel like they're trying to set us up for, you know, a, a character is kind of like Bond. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I thought it was either Bond. 
or like setting him up for like the Marvel universe, you know, which is like always teased. Yeah. You know, like when will we get like a Ryan Gosling or a Leo DiCaprio, you know, yeah. or a Brad Pitt in the MCU, you know? Yeah. But oh I felt like God, they could Born. either one of those, but yeah. uh, that's what I was going to say, dude. Wow. You just reminded me. Um, how crazy was it that that photographer trapped him in that, in that pit? Mm-hmm. Is the guy that played Pablo Escobar and not- <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I was like, it was so weird. Yeah. It was a little jarring because he was so skinny. Yeah. And I remember him being that sh- he's a he's you know, he's a very round, plump boy. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I I thought it was nice to see him. because uh, that that uh that narcos was great, man. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Have at it. All right, now that the love fest is over. But uh, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I do want to uh, speak to one thing that was that I thought was really cool about this. Um, there was a lack of a random sex scene, which I half expected also. <laughs> so no, so I was like, oh, they're gonna throw something in here, and there wasn't. And, and I actually appreciate it because um, while I personally would never go out of my way to see this movie, um, Phoenix and Harley walked in on the second half, and they kept asking questions. And if they want to rewatch it. I wouldn't have a problem with them watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my opinion of my rating is bolstered by the fact that we spent 10 to 20 minutes of a podcast reviewing this movie, talking about what about some other movies and who can direct these other movies. Because like I said, it's just this movie to me was dull. Um, and there's more interesting things to talk about besides it. And so with that, I'm, I, I will give it a 1.75. Because I won't go out of my way to rewatch it. But like I said, if my daughters want to rewatch it, I would never recommend it to anybody. But I have no problem with anyone if they told me they watch it. Or like you guys would love it. Because I believe everyone experienced cinema their own way. If you love it, my kudos to you guys. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't like, oh, disgusting. It's just nothing that I would want to rewatch. I'm not looking forward to the sequels. So um, unless y'all pick it and we're still doing this podcast then, probably won't watch the sequel. And so I give it a 1.75. That's higher than I thought you were going to give it. So that's not bad. Man, he lied. He going to watch Great Man too. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe if my daughters want to see it. Oh, yeah. I, no, by, by the way, the sequel's going to be for kids. Uh-huh. So you can watch it. Oh, okay. I don't know what that meant, but all right. Because you just said you watch kid movies. Oh, my goodness. No, I, I just said I would watch it if my daughters wanted to go see it. I'm like, I would spend time with them, but I'm not going to see it for myself. Uh, all right. I, I find it highly unlikely, but all right. Listen, uh, man, I haven't seen Bond yet, so. I guess that's okay. true. <laughs> uh, for me, again, um, I I did enjoy this a lot. Ryan Gosling delivers once again. Um, for me, more he. I mean, it, it, I didn't think this was gonna be as good a combination as it was. Um, I do think the Russo brothers are really good. I, I, I'm not looking it up, and I don't remember exactly, but I know there was one movie that they did that I found a little disappointing. So I, yeah, was uh, hesitant, but um, yeah, I thought it was it was a match made in heaven between them, you know, and Ryan Gosling in particular. Um, 
unlike Mark, though, I do, I do, I do find things memorable. Like I definitely want to watch that fireworks scene again, even the beginning in that club with the colors and then the slow motion. Um, that plane scene, I could watch that again. That train scene, I could watch that again. Again, that scene in the park where he's handcuffed. Even that, even that final battle. Like I, I thought all those things were were awesome. And again, it's, I even, I even. As I hear myself, even I'm surprised, you know, because I'm I'm the, I'm the snob out of the three of us, you know. But I don't know. I just, um, uh, you know, Gosling just he has a way of just like uh, of of sucking you in, and uh, and guy just has screen presence, and and I I, I find him just a, an awesome movie star. So, uh, and again, that combination with the Russo brothers who are you know, as we all agreed, pretty much at the top when it comes to like action right now and action sequences and it, it and so yeah, for me it was it was a three and I would de- I, I mean I definitely want to watch it again. All right, I, I will say Gasling, I'd like to suck him in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I and I would recommend it, although I, to anyone I recommended it to, I'd say, hey, go ahead and, and remove that stick from your butt before you go ahead, go on and watch this, and and you'll love it, my friend. I I will say this podcast does um does say something about going in with lowered expectations. Again, maybe our my expectation was too high, yours were low, and you loved it, and mine was high, and I was like, eh. Yeah, that, lowered expectations. That is ex- I mean, uh, expectations definitely play a role. I know there's been several movies, you know, where we've talked about the hype, you know, going into it, and and that does that is an element, you know, that impacts, you know, how you how you at least respond or or feel, you know, about what's presented. So, yeah. You know, the beauty about being a snob, though, is that your bar is so low when we pick a movie. <laughs> That you're just, I mean, there's nowhere to go but up, you know. Uh, when you start with rage and you end in elation, like you know that, that, that was that's like, good, man. That's a, that's a butterfly metamorphosis right there. Maybe that's maybe that's what caused it. Want to be enthralled? This is good. No, like no lie. I thought I was gonna have to chop this up with Kevin the whole time because I thought Juan was gonna be like, yo. Why are you wasting my life? My child hates me because I took away two hours I could have gave to her. <laughs> and here we got the complete opposite. Yeah. I think I might be onto something. You know, maybe I shouldn't watch this again because maybe I'll see all the things <laughs> I could have hated the first time. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. We were recording this, so you're in. You're locked in, baby. Yeah. Wait, did you give a review? How many... Oh yeah, I said three. <laughs> yes. How many oh. did you say? You said how many did you say? Three. Oh, you said three. Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that. I know you gave a review. I didn't remember you giving a was, uh, a score. I, I yeah, I meant the score, not the review. Yeah. I think three. I was just. I you kept talking about like Gosling and, and Evans. I just kept thinking about them. That's my bad. I got lost. Lost in the sauce. Three for me, three for you. By the way, I saw a uh, picture. Speaking of Chris Evans, yeah, I think it was on Instagram. It was him and three three random ladies. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, he showed up at his twenty uh, year old high school reunion. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and he had a and he had a name tag on that said Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. 
Jeez, you guys forgot. <laughs> I know it's been a while. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, well, hey, it's been a pleasure, man. I'm glad. Well, I am just, I'm thrilled that you enjoyed it. Um, anytime you like my pick, I just go to, I sleep good that night. <laughs> I want you to know how much you've affected my life. <laughs> I just picture you laying your head down on the pillow with a smile. My wife's going to be like, oh, good night tonight. I said, yep, while my, while I like my pick. She's like, get in bed, baby. Let's go. Let's celebrate today. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, man, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's been it's been delightful. I've I've been enthralled by this conversation. I like that, Kevin. I am enthr- enthralled. I'm unenthrallable. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, gents. Till next time. Love you. Till, Love you. Cl- close the <laughs>